0: Welcome to Wealth Science. I'm your host, Jesse Fuchsia, Army Ranger, real estate investor, and income enthusiast. On this show, we uncover the keys to attaining financial freedom. There are so many people listening right now who are stuck in that day-to-day, nine-to-five rat race. Luckily, it's only temporary. Each week, we bring on guests that help us discover the steps to build financial freedom, passive income, and generational wealth, so we can live the life we were born to live. Money is freedom. Let's get to the show.
1: Robusta Move was founded from our passion for two of the most simple and amazing things in life, good coffee and good music. Both of these enjoyable aspects of life play a vital role in the bringing together of people. And although we understand that everyone's music taste is different, there's no denying that when it comes to coffee, the difference between a good cup and a bad cup is undeniably blatant. That's why in the spirit of community and coming together, we at Robusta Move have made it our mission to supply our customers with superior coffee that you, your friends, and your family can enjoy. And we'll leave the playlist up to you. Visit robustamove.com and save 20% on your first order with the code VINYL. That's code VINYL, V-I-N-Y-L, to save 20% on your first order at robustamove.com. Robusta Move Coffee. Try it today.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Wealth Science. I'm your host, Jesse Fuchsia, and today's guest is Bob Berg. Bob is the co-author of the international best-selling book, The Go-Giver, which has sold more than 1 million copies to date and has been translated into 30 different languages worldwide. For the past 30 years, Bob has shared his powerful concept in front of audiences ranging from 50 to 15,000 at hundreds of events, conferences, and professional gatherings around the world. This includes sharing the stage with top business leaders, Olympic athletes, and even a former U.S. president. Wealth Science, I bring you the real world go-giver. Bob, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, thanks, Jesse. Great to be with you. Congrats on all your success. I know you're doing some amazing work out there.
0: I, I appreciate that, Bob. And to to put this candidly, to uh, interview one of your heroes today is huh. is amazing because your book has been life changing for me, wow. and I and I want to share this message with so many of my audience members who maybe haven't you know heard of you or your co author John David Mann. So today's going to be so special. I can't thank you enough for taking the time. You know, for the people who haven't read the book or don't know about your community, Bob, if you could kind of give us your background and kind of your life story and how you, how you got to do uh today.
2: Uh, Really very quickly. I I began as a broadcaster, uh, soon found myself in sales, uh, really had no idea what to do in sales, had not had any formal training. And so I floundered for the first few months, uh, eventually found my way into a bookstore and got a couple of books on on sales, which you know doesn't sound like a big deal, but 40 years ago it was because uh, you, you just you didn't know about those even being out there. In fact, that when I went into that bookstore, I didn't know I was looking for books on sales. I was looking for something because I knew that whatever I was doing wasn't working. And I found two books: one by Zig Ziglar, one by Tom Hopkins, two of the great sales icons, and got their books. And I I like to say I, I didn't study them; I devoured them. And uh, it really, within just a few weeks period of time, my sales began to really improve. And this was very um, significant to me to realize, Jesse, because really what it said is, if you have a methodology, if you have a system for doing something, you can you can pretty much do it. You know, I personally define a system as simply the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific set of how-to principles. The key is predictability. If it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired results of B, then you know all you need to do is A and continue to do A and continue to do A, and you're gonna get the desired results of B. So that was a a big lesson for me. So it gave me a lot more confidence, certainly. But also what I came to realize was that when it came to sales and selling, it wasn't just the how-to aspect, as important as that is is, it's also the personal development aspect. It's understanding why we need to build ourselves on the inside. Right. Understanding that that we do that and success manifests itself on the outside. So I started getting all the books that I was told to get, whether, you know, everything from how to win friends and influence people, the magic of Thinking big thinking, grow rich, the uh, psycho cybernetics and the richest man in Babylon and just, you know, all the all the, the great books, the classics of sales and personal development. And really, you know, in a sense, I went to school because I certainly wasn't a good student in, in regular school. But I began just going on a, a quest to build myself inwardly. And, you know, it was something that I really enjoyed. Eventually, I worked my way up to sales manager of another company and started teaching people to do what was working for me. And, you know, yada, 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 here we are <laughs> 35, 30 years later, whatever it is, I'm having a conversation. <laughs> Bob,
0: that's an amazing story. And uh, in the military, we have a saying called leaders are readers, and it is so powerful. And you're the kind of the example of that, where you went on this quest to just build your internal uh, know-how. And it was mm-hmm. just so amazing to see how that developed. And I was always curious about how it's kind of all began. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> kind of back in the beginning, Bob, you know, before the go-giver, I guess, was there like any, I'm, I'm curious, were, were you like in the shower one day and there was a Eureka moment, of how The Go-Giver was born or, or how did it come out to the be the book that it is
2: today? Well, I actually had a book out back in the early, I guess, mid-1994, I think it came out, called Endless Referrals. The subtitle was Network Your Everyday Contacts into Sales. It's since been revised a couple of times, the last time in 2005, but it was a how-to book that really kind of showed entrepreneurs and salespeople who knew they had a great product or service. They were proud of what they did. They knew it brought immense value to others, but they didn't necessarily feel confident and comfortable going out into their communities and building the kinds of relationships that would result in people wanting to do business with them directly and or refer them to others. So, so that was my system, right? That that was that's all that was. So it was a how to. Uh, but you know, I'd always enjoyed reading business parables. Because parables, which are stories, I think we all know that stories, they connect on a a deeper level. Right, and you know, I know whenever I'd read parables, whether it was you know Ogmandino's Mandino's books, "The Greatest Salesman in the World," or the "The Richest Man in Babylon," or Doctors Blanchard and Johnson's one-minute series, and so many of the the, the wonderful parables I'd, I'd read since I'd been in sales, I always felt a connection with the author, with the story, with the characters, and with the the message. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could take the basic premise of endless referrals, which is that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like and trust. Um, we could take that and and turn it into a parable. And I thought, well, so entitling it, what is the what is the major the essence, I guess, if you will, of that person who's able to really quickly and sustainably, create those great win-win relationships. And really the overriding, the overarching uh, characteristic is that they're givers. They're always looking to give value to others, make others' lives better. They're focused on the others. And so coming up with the title, The Go-Giver, you know, that that part was pretty easy and having a basic idea. But it was really when I reached out to John David Mann, who I knew because he was the editor in chief of a magazine I used to write for. I wrote a monthly column for that magazine. And John, uh, you know, every month would would. uh send back the corrections, the edits. He's a brilliant guy. And he always did it in such a humble, kind way. And, and, but he always, you know, our running joke, you know, he'd always say, is this okay? Is this, you know, this correction? Okay. I love this. Is that okay? And I always say, not only is it okay, John, you write my stuff better than I write my stuff. And, (laughs) and, you know, again, not as many people knew him back then. He was very well known in his niche, his area, but not as well known as he is now to a much wider audience, but fortunately I was one of those who knew how brilliant he was, and uh, he was the only one I wanted to, to co-author this with, and I asked if he would be the lead writer and storyteller. I'm a how-to guy. I'm step one, step two, step three. Uh, John's a brilliant storyteller, and so we we collaborated on it, and that's really how the Go-Giver came to be.
0: That's amazing, and so many I relate to this in so many ways, where the power of storytelling in business and selling, whatever, it creates that deeper connection yeah. that you guys have achieved through the Go-Giver. So that's so amazing and how you kind of put that all together. And then also the teamwork that goes into it, you know, what are you, weak at that John David Mann is great at, and this is just so amazing and how it kind of formulated into this amazing product. Is you know, growing into a, a blossoming community and, you know, several series afterwards. Yep. So that's really amazing. Um, I'm, I'm really interested in your thoughts, Bob, when it comes to, you know, people who begin implementing some of these principles. And, you know, Joe goes through difficult times in the story where success doesn't manifest, you know, in, in five minutes or in 10 right. minutes or in the first time that you give for the first time. What's your message to those people out there, that, you know, Bob, when it comes to situations like that?
2: Well, I mean, I think first it's it's understanding the importance of shifting your focus. And that's what Joe had to understand, because he was a good guy. You know, he was but he was a guy who was, he was ambitious. He was aggressive. He was right there. He was working hard, but he was very focused on himself. He was what we would call a go taker. Um, You know, people think, well, the opposite of a go-giver is a go-getter. No, not at all. We love go-getters. Go-getters take action. You know, you're a business person. You're an investor. You've been in the service. You know that you can have the greatest thoughts, best ideas, the best of intention, right? But unless action is put into the mix, nothing's going to happen. So we want people to be go-getters, people of action, go-givers people are totally absolutely laser focused on bringing immense value to others. So we'd say be a go getter and a go giver, just don't be a go taker. But Joe was kind of a go getter, but he was also a go taker. And he had to learn that yeah his uh, the hustle part was fine, the part where he went after fantastic, but what he needed to do is shift his focus. He needed to move from an i focus or me focus about making my quota, about this person owes me this, to looking at ways he could bring value to the marketplace, you know, I, and I say this when I speak at sales conferences, right. Where, you know, there's a lot of maybe corporate salespeople in the, in in the audience. And one of the first things I'll say is that nobody's going to buy from you because you have a quota to meet, right. They're not going to buy from you because you need the money or you would like the sale to happen. They're not going to buy from you just because you're a really nice person. They're going to buy from you only because they believe that they will be better off by doing so than by not doing so. And in the basically free market economy in which we live, and when I say free market, I simply mean no one is forced to do business with anyone else. Okay? In a free market-based economy, that's the only reason why anyone should buy from you or from me or from anyone else because they believe they'll benefit. Now, this is actually great news for that entrepreneur or salesperson who can who can shift their focus off of themselves and place it onto serving others, moving off of themselves and looking to solve the challenges and problems of the other person, you know the the one who can who can say, okay, it's not about me, it's about bringing, it's about helping this other person move closer to happiness as they understand happiness. That's the person the marketplace will respond to. And, you know, when we say take the focus off yourself, placing on others, we're not talking about being a doormat or, or a martyr or self-sacrificial in any way. Absolutely not at all. It's just understanding that, again, as we were talking about earlier, all things being equal, right? People will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. Well, here's the thing. There's no faster, more powerful, or more effective way to elicit those feelings toward you from others, Then by genuinely and authentically moving from that I focus or me focus to that other focus, or as Sam, one of the mentors in the story, you might remember, advised Joe, make your win all about the other person's win. And, you know, Jesse, when you do that and you do this constantly and you do this consistently, you gain that reputation, as that person who's always looking out for the interest of that other person and you become that center of influence in your community you become that go-to person people know that you're that one right and this is how you build that what we call army to put it in your service vernacular that army of personal walking ambassadors (laughs)
0: <laughs> it is so true. And it's incredible. And I feel like sometimes, Bob, we live in this society where maybe like, the you know, I'm just making this up, but the wolf, the wolf on Wall Street's are like emulated, you know, those high stakes sales tactics where people are pressuring other people. But this this right here, I truly believe is the foundational basis to all real, true success, the power of giving. And before you receive, first you must give. So it's just so amazing. And I, I love what you said. I don't want to gloss over it you said in the beginning, either, you know, having that balance between being a go-getter and a go-giver, you know, there's nothing wrong with no, being be super motivated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be super motivated. Cause that's me. I'm really motivated. I love being proactive. I love leaning forward, but also sculpting and injecting that giving mentality and making the win about the other person. It's, it's so special, Bob. I, I want to get your thoughts on a couple more things before we uh, kind of get ready to wrap up here. But one of the other amazing uh, teaching points in the story that's highly applicable to me and so many other people in my life is uh, the part in the story where Joe's having issues with his wife, and you, you begin to go through the concepts of a hundred percent, or uh, right. zero, or yeah. or you know,
2: Instead do not 50-50, It's one hundred yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead <laughs> of
0: 50, 50, it's one hundred. Don't keep score. You know what I mean? I think that's so challenging for so many uh, people out there. If, if you could kind of just walk us through, you know, your thoughts on that concept and kind of the greater bigger
2: ideas that surround it. Well, it's counterintuitive to think, uh, you know, wow. Well, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to go out of my way and bring value to this person's life. And I'm, I'm going to kind of put my own, you know, needs right now aside. And again, I, I don't want to confuse this to be as though you're, you're being anyone's doormat. That's not what we're talking about. It's just that when you, as, as Sam, uh, again, one of the mentors we referred to said to Joe, you know, when it's, when it's 50, 50, when you're giving with the, and, and some people say expectation, I say with the attachment to get from that person, it's trading, Okay, Uh, Adam Grant and his wonderful book, Give and Take, calls those people matchers. Uh, They're only going to do something for you because they believe you're going to do something for them. Now, don't get me wrong. You can have you can attain a certain amount of success doing that. Okay, but you're probably not going to attain a a huge amount of success. And it's not going to be really sustainable as when you can simply focus on making it 100 percent. Because what happens is this when you're when you're attracting the right people to you, which you will, okay. as you're doing this, you're in relationships with people where rather it being 50 50, it's 100 that you're putting out, but it's also 100 you're getting back. OK, so it's so much more powerful. One hundred is is more powerful than 50 50. Now, that doesn't mean everybody you do this with is going to is is going to be a, a 100 because they may be go takers, they may be matchers and it's just not going to work. But it doesn't matter because you don't have to invest time and energy where you don't want to get. We're not talking about being a doormat. And what you want to do is attract those people into your life who are also 100 percenters. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's it's so great how you put it there and just what Joe goes through in the story. I know so many times it you know might seem frustrating where you're in these situations and I get it even in the military where I love working as hard as I can for my colleagues and my teammates. And it's not always reciprocated, but attracting those people back into your life, I really believe is the greater power. Mm-hmm. And, and you just hit the nail on the head. 100 is so much more powerful than 50. And it's, it's just so amazingly special. So it was one of my favorite messages uh-huh. from the book. I, I just wanted you to share that piece. Yeah. Um, looking back on kind of the greater message of the Go-Giver community and, and what you've seen over the last several years, Bob, are there any like maybe one or two success stories that people have written you back about, you know, years later and was like, Bob, I shared this book with my team. You won't believe the results. Um, any, anything that sticks out in your mind?
2: Well, John and I have been very fortunate in that we receive emails from people all the time. I mean, it's, it's just, we, we love yeah. these stories. I mean, there's nothing that... That an author co-author enjoys more than knowing that somebody, you know, not only enjoyed the book but they took the information and applied it and um and and you know did something really special with it. But I got to tell you my all-time favorite story actually happened about a year after it was published. And it you know it came out at the very end of 2007, so it was really the first part of 2008. And we were in a a very, uh, the country was in a very lousy financial situation. The financial crisis had hit and hit hard. And uh, I received an email from a guy from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area who is a a roofer. Okay, so he repairs roofs. And during the crisis, he and all of his, uh, whether you want to call them colleagues, competitors, whatever, they all had a, a big downturn in their business. It's not that people didn't need their roofs repaired. It's that they didn't have the money to do it they didn't you know they couldn't wait to get uh, reimbursed by the insurance company so they were in a position where they just weren't doing anything and he did it first he told me he did the same thing all his his uh, other other the other roofers did he kind of pulled back on the value he was giving and said okay how can I you know still get the most money with by pro- providing the least amount of value because that's what you do you panic right and then something like that and you say okay okay Well, then he read the book and he said, no, I've been approaching this all wrong. It's how do I give the most value? Now, that doesn't mean it has to cost you money, okay? So what he did is he discovered a way that he could work with the insurance companies and he kind of figured out how he could make it easier for people to get their money reimbursed from the insurance company the most money that they were qualified to receive and in the quickest amount of time. So now he'd be, he'd go knocking on doors or making calls. Okay. And it was not, you know, do you need your roof repaired? He knew they needed their roof repaired. Uh, it was that he would tell them that, you know, what I've been able to do is make it easy for you to be able to get reimbursed by the insurance company in a short period of time and have the most, right? Well. Boom. All of a sudden, his business just absolutely took off. What he did is rather than, again, like everybody else pulling back, he said, how can I add even more exceptional value to the marketplace, to other people's lives? Right. And he just created a, a wonderful business. And he was just so, so happy with that.
0: Yeah, that's an amazing story. And at what a critical time in our nation's history of 2008, where I'm sure there was so many people out there, you know, I, I need to take as much money or I need to save as much money or how you hit it on the, in the beginning, you know, what's the least amount All of right. value I could provide for the highest return, but he went 180 degrees, okay. the opposite direction and, and found massive success. And and just to share with you in the audience, kind of a story that relates directly to that. Um, I opened up an Airbnb with my father a couple months ago, and we were just starting out. And uh, one of the very first tenants that we had for uh, it was a month. It was a family who went through a tragic time; their house had burned down, and the insurance company, unfortunately, was like, "Hey, you know, we can't give you as much, you know, market rate for this, but we can give you pretty close." And you know, we were like, "Man, this is a great opportunity to help a family in the community." And we, you know, gave these people a place to live for oh, a month in our Airbnb. But you. The review, yeah, the review that they wrote, Bob, was so powerful and amazing and has impacted so many other customers, mm-hmm. you know, thoughts since that have now stayed at this Airbnb wow. because what an amazing. I love it. So just but just to bring this up, Bob, the idea was born, uh, from reading the go-giver a few uh, years ago, that we have such an amazing opportunity to help people. So, uh, well, I just wanted to share man. that with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I,
2: I think it's so special what y'all are doing. Uh, and again, I, you know, I've read your story, so I know some of your story and, and just, you know, what you've done and how at a young age that you have, you know, really jumped into the business world and your family's been right there with you and what a blessing. And that is just so, so fantastic. And you'll be teaching this to people for, you know, years and years to come.
0: That's it, Bob. That's what it's all about. But uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on Wealth Science today. It was amazing. Again, the book had so much impact on me. I wanted to uh, share it with my audience today. So for people who want to connect with you after the show, I'm a huge fan of your community, Bob, and the greater series that The go has become. You know, How thank can you. people connect with you after the show and find you on other platforms and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, the best way is just to go to berg.com. Berg, and if they scroll down to the very bottom, they'll see where I am on social media. We we also have the go-giver community online network, which is at the go-giver community. So not the go-giver, but the go-giver community.com. Uh,
0: That's awesome. And I am a huge fan and already member of the go-giver community. I love and again, having you with fun. us impact it, you know, connecting with so many other like-minded people has been special on the journey. So, but Bob, again, thank you for everything that you and your co-author, John David Mann have done and and created for us to enjoy. So I can't thank you enough again for coming on. My
2: absolute pleasure. Thank you, Jesse. And thanks for the great example you're setting.
0: Hey, thanks again for listening to the wealth science podcast. Take some time to subscribe and leave us a review. It really is the basis that helps us continue to bring on amazing guests each week. We have another incredible story to share next week, and I'm certain it's going to add value to this community. Please do not hesitate to reach out if there's anything I can do to help you in your journey of attaining financial freedom.
1: Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week.